The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. We're 23 to begin this drive for Paoletti. He stands in the pistol. It's going to go to Weathers. He's going to cut it back. He's got a running lane. He's got a one-man miss. He's still on his feet. He's at the 30, 40, 45, 50. He's in the Strathaven territory. Stiff arms the Strathaven Panther. Back pedals. Stays on his feet. That's going to be a 94-yard run. Ryan just going to look to throw. He's going to throw to Fan far side of the field. Fan's got to step on his man. He makes the catch. And he's got the touchdown! Touchdown, Joey Pham! It is a high kick. Carmen Cristiano will pick it up to 50. He gets a running start. He's going to bounce off one tackler. He's going to make a move. He's down the sideline. He is going to find his way into the end zone. He's running near sides, getting hit by Corey Power for the sack. This man hand off the foul. He's cutting it back on the near side. And he is off to the races. 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 10, 5, touchdown Tigers. There goes the ghost. Out of the eye, it's a handoff to Sapness. He runs down his blocker. Good patience across the 30, across the 40, across the 50. One man to beat, across the 35. On his feet, nearly tripped up. There he goes, Adrian Sapness, touchdown. Play action, he rolls to his right. He's going to step up. He's going to heave it to the end zone. And it is going to be caught! Caught by Cameron Mathis! It's a handoff to Hoppe. Go off the edge again. He's trying to use his speed. He tries to cut back at the five. Down to the one. No signal yet. He's across the goal line. Touchdown! There's the signal! Play action. Stratton's looking for the end zone. And it's going to be intercepted by Carmen Christian at the goal line. Let's this one go. And he has a man streaking touchdown, Riley Feldman. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Season opener for the Marple Newtown Tigers, taking on the Upper Derby Royals. I'm Dave DePasco alongside Steve Rounds and the rest of the Tigers Radio Network. Steve, home opener, crowd is full of orange and black, and Marple Newtown's been rolling, averaging 50 points a game. Yeah, back-to-back games are open this season. 50-plus points, as you said, Dave, and that defense has been stellar as well. They're coming play an Upper Derby team who... Not so bad on defense, but the offense has been struggling, coming in 0-2, so ready for this matchup tonight. You're going to see a battle between Upper Darby's starting defense, which has been stout, allowing a less than three scores a game early on. Meanwhile, Marple Newtown's high-flying offense as captains go to midfield for the coin toss for the second week of Central League play. Yeah, and as I said, Upper Darby, they are coming in 0-2, but they're not an 0-2 team. That defense is stellar. Offense has been struggling thus far this season. Uh, but I'll tell you what, man, they're coming in. They're hungry for a win. New head coach at the helm over there at Upper Darby. But Coach Kicking, I know his staff, former Upper Darby guys, they are up for this game. They're ready to go. Changing offenses, Marple Newtown win the toss, elected to defer. So we'll see Upper Darby's offense first tonight. We'll step aside for the playing of the national anthem. You are listening to Marple Newtown football on the Tigers radio network. 
If you suffer from back or neck pain, injury or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over 15 years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current techniques to help manage your pain. To address your back and neck related pain or injuries, call the Advanced Chiropractic Center today at 610-356-2300 or visit drtomgraziano.com and tell them the Tigers Radio Network sent you. Oh man, the Philly Pretzel Factory has done it again. They took a Philly tradition and made it even better. Now you already know the Philly Pretzel Factory has the best soft pretzel. Well now, they're making a cheese steak pretzel. That's right, a Philly cheesesteak on the inside, surrounded by those piping hot, fresh, chewy pretzels. This is as Philly as it gets. A cheesesteak and a pretzel? Incredible! How great are those guys over there? They've got their original pretzels, the cinnamon pretzels, the pretzel dogs, and the party trays. And now, the Philly cheesesteak pretzel. Bring them for tailgating, watching a game with the boys, a barbecue, or even a kid's birthday party. Head over to the Philly Pretzel Factory for the all-new cheesesteak pretzel. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. If you're having plumbing problems, heating problems, cooling problems, don't have an attack, call Bobby Mack. Bob McNamara Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling is located right here in Marple Township for 29 years. You can call Bobby Mack, 610-496-6260, or visit their website for all your heating, cooling, and plumbing needs at bobmcnamaraplumbing.com. If you suffer from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over 15 years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current... Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Welcome back. As Marble Newtown will kick off to begin this game, Steve, we'll see Upper Darby's offense first, which has been struggling last week. They already a cable of the cash in. There's an interception that went inside the five. Yeah, and this is Marble's M.O. I, it was around practice this week. They want to defer. They want to get de on defense first. That's our identity. Yes, it's a high-power offense led by Bertolini, but this defense is their identity. They want to set the tone defensively, get that ball three and out, Get it in the offense's hands, and that's what they're going to do here tonight as they won the toss. Big men men that kick this one away back deep. I believe it's number two, Jalen Johnson, the tailback for the Royals, and Jernigan, the wide receiver. Week three is officially underway. The season opener for the Tigers, Jernigan. From just inside the 13-yard line, makes one man miss, bouncing it to the outside, found the crease, makes three Tigers miss, and he'll be taken down right before the 35-yard line. Decent starting field position for the Royals. Number 52, Brett Cowan in on the tackle, but not before. Nice return for Upper Darby. Pretty good field position to start off. As they have some new guys in the mix offensively, a few injuries for them, so... Who knows what we're going to see coming out. You have filmed from two games and a scrimmage, but offense might be changed up a little bit because you got some new players in there. 
11.52 to begin this drive from the 33-yard line are the Royals. Last week, they came out all shotgun offense. This week, looks like a tight bunch formation. Everybody's on the line. Almost a wildcat formation for the Royals coming to the near side. Sidestep is Johnson. He has three Tigers. He's able to make something out of nothing. Tigers bought him up, but already different than last week. Yep, and that was a talk coming in. What are they going to do with the quarterback position? They come out wildcat here, heavy to the left, double tight, a couple H-backs in the backfield. But Tigers do a good shot, job bottling that up. Good contain there by the senior, Trey Savior, at cornerback. Forcing that inside, linebackers coming through, flowing and making the play. Johnson picks up a yard, second down and nine. Tigers wearing their orange helmets, black uniforms, orange trim. Upper Derby comes out all white uniforms with purple. At the direct snap, Wildcat to the far side. Johnson trying to get the edge, sidesteps. Gets out of bounds near the 40, no tacklers. They're going to mark him down to 39. Picks up five, but back-to-back -back plays of Wildcat. And McGowan's there, forces him out of bounds. But if they're going to be one-dimensional, the Tigers are going to have to adjust here. So far, so good. Bring up third down here. But this is going to be their new identity for Upper Darby. A couple yards here and there, hopefully break one eventually. Third down, few yards to go, make a four. Just under 11 minutes to go here. Opening drive, Harry Harvey Stadium. Wildcat once again. Johnson, low snap, looking for the counter, bouncing in the near side. He's blown up. Loss on the play. Several Tigers. Number 34, the Tigers made the initial stop. Lou Deluzio on the play. Fourth down. They'll have to punt. And it, this is the problem with Wildcat. You really can't play a whole game like this. And I'm sure Upper Darby has some other packages, but they start out this way. You got power both sides. You see a sweep. This time they try to go counter. Tigers aren't full. Great job by Deluzio playing that weak side linebacker coming in and making the play. Number 12, Manny Martinez in the punt. Play is blown dead. Players running on late. Back to return, Walski and Box, dangerous. Box had a kick return touchdown last week. It's a low kick. Walski's going to let this one bounce. Marple will take over. At the 31-yard line, they come out with 10-10 here in the first quarter. Good decision there by Walski, the sophomore. Letting that one just bounce as Bertolini comes out for the first time. Defense does their job as they've done in all three games, forcing that three and out, getting that ball back in the offense's hands. You talk about identity. Last week, Upper Darby did shotgun passing most of the game. This time, they come out three straight runs. Yeah, and it happens with injuries. You've got to switch up a little bit, play to your team's strengths with who's remaining out there. And the defense of the Tigers did a great job. Bertolini. Yukenovich goes in motions in the near side to pick the handoff box. He found a crease, makes one man miss. He's still taking defenders with him. He picks up 11 on the first carry. They go with misdirection there. Big jump right. They come back. Then ISO up the middle there. Great job. Nice run there by Brian Box. Strong finish on that run. Picks up 10 yards and a first down on the first play of the game. Tigers high-flying offense, as everybody's been talking about this past week, averaging 50 points, going back-to-back -back weeks. 
Bertolini, shotgun, three wide receivers. DeFruccio goes in motion to pick it in. They go right back to box. He found another crease. Picks up a few yards with the offensive line pushing him. Past the 45, making the 46. Decent pickup on first down. Good jet counter once again there. Two box. Defense has to honor that jet motion. Eventually the Tigers will give it to that. Get to the outside. But for now, those linebackers have to honor it. They're going to flow out that way. You come back with the counter inside. Another nice pickup with five yards. Box picks up five. Two carries for 16 yards early on. Four wide outs. Bertolini the shotgun. Esposito goes in motion to the far side. Looking at the screen past the box. He has blockers in front of him. Bounces it to the outside. He's in the upper derby territory. Nice play call and great execution by this Tigers offense. They set up the screen well. Upper Darby's D-line bites on it. They rush hard, and Burnley just drops off. A nice little pass, two box. He does the rest, picks up a first down. Tigers are in Upper Darby territory. Screen pass goes for 13 yards, the box. They hustle to the line, 8-25 here in the first quarter. Look, Tigers looking to get on the board early. Bertolini, handoff goes to Walski on the far side. He takes a defender with him. He's past the 40, give him the 38. Nice strong run. Off tackle to the left side there for Walski. As they go, no huddle right on the ball for if they're gaining six. No huddle for Bertolini. Royal showing pressure. It's thrown to the outside, caught by Yukenovich, but play is blown dead. Someone wasn't set. Offensively for the Tigers, but they go, yeah, they go hurry up there because they saw how much of a cushion those corners of Upper Darby are giving them. So they throw quick hitch outside, completed, but blown dead. They're gonna get back to the line of scrimmage here for second down. Last week, Marple Newtown was relatively penalty free. Yeah, they played a clean game that first game. You know, both the first, first game, game of the season. Yeah, first game of the season. But last week, they really cleaned up. Almost played a perfect game. First penalty of tonight, though. From the 43. Play action over the top. Caught by D'Addario. He has a first down. Takes two Royals with him. Looking on powerful. Pushing those legs down to the 25. D'Addario, we don't see the tight end much in this offense the past couple years. But D'Addario, a huge target for Bertolini. He catches that right up the seam there and carries defenders with him for another Tiger first down. And Dadaria is 6'2", 215. Big, big target for Bertolini. Two backs for Bertolini from the 25. They hand up to crisscross. Box makes one man miss. He's wrapped up at the 20. Good open field tackle by number 23 of the Royals. That is Branch. You were right, Dave. What a good open field tackle there. They go split backfield, counter there, and it looked like Box had a seam, a crease there to hit that into the end zone, but Branch did a good job. Huge open field tackle, but not before a five-yard game for the Tigers. Empty backfield, five wide receivers under seven minutes to go here in the first. Man goes in motion to the far side. Look that way. The swing pass to him. It's incomplete. He had his man, the Frucio. Yeah, he goes in motion. A little swing pass to the outside. 
And he was looking upfield before he was able to corral that one in. Had some open room there. Would have been stopped with an open field tackle, but dropped that. So are going to bring up third down and five for this Tigers offense. Most likely in four-down territory, Dave. I already took my question away, Steve, because that's what I'm going to say. This sets up essentially fourth down. If you don't get it, as Walski checks in late, he'll be the tailback. Coach Kicking wants to take a timeout, talk this one over with 6.46 here in the first quarter. Tigers driving, tied at zero. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. DMK Appliances, a family-owned and operated business, has been serving the greater Philadelphia area since 1960. That's 50-plus years of experience selling products by leading manufacturers while offering competitive prices and excellent customer service. DNK is committed to being the dependable difference from our knowledgeable sales associates to our professionally trained in-house delivery and service technicians. DNK will get the job done right. We hope you stop by DNK today. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Two down territory, as Steve said, as Marple Newtown's on the 20-yard line. Third down, the five yards to go. I'll tell you what, Coach Kicking, he's not a guy that's going to save those timeouts for late and a half. He's going to use them when he needs them right there. He didn't like the walk that the defense was giving him, so he burns a timeout for a big third down and five here. DeFruccio and John on the far side. Bertolini under center. Box the back. Hard count. Handoff goes to Box on the near side. He's bottled up for a few. It's going to bring up Marple Newtown. Fourth down. A good stop there defensively by the Royals again. That's the strength of their team. They got two big DNs there. They pinch hard there. They make a nice stop on Box. It's going to be fourth down and four here. Offense stays on the field. We haven't seen a field goal yet this season for the Tigers, but they're in that part of the field there where Coach Chicken feels right going for it. Four yards to go for a first down from the 19. Bertolini, shotgun, four wide receivers. Yukenovich goes in motion. Drops back the pass, looking to his left, going deep down the field. It's reeled in. What a grab. Over the shoulder, touched by DiPruccio. They like the matchup there. Was excellent coverage. On all four receivers, I like that little motion by Yukenovich to throw off the defense a little bit, but great coverage, but a beautifully placed ball down the seam to DeFruccio. He makes up for the drop earlier in that series, and the Tigers convert on fourth down with a touchdown, 6 nothing pending the McMenamin extra point. Beautiful throw, even better catch. Gillen, the hold for McMenamin. And the Tigers' offense picks up right where it left off, Steve. The kick is up. The kick is good. It's 7 to nothing. Tigers with 5.55 here in the first. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. If you're having plumbing problems, heating problems, cooling problems, don't have an attack, call Bobby Mack. Bob McNamara Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling is located right here in Marple Township for 29 years. You can call Bobby Mack, 610-496-6260, or visit their website, for all your heating, cooling, and plumbing needs at BobMcNamaraPlumbing.com.
You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Welcome back. DeFrisio with the catch in the end zone on fourth down, puts the Tigers ahead. Yeah, great job. Tigers get stopped. Fourth down there, but convert on a beautiful throw and even better catch, as you said, Dave, by DeFrisio, making up for that drop earlier in the series. And the Tigers with an early 7-0 lead on their first possession here. That was nearly a five-minute drive for the Tigers. Results in a 7-0 lead. McMenamin with the kick. It's returned from the 16-yard line as Jernigan bounces to the outside. He found a crease. He's just got to beat the kicker. That's Wolski chasing him down. Still on his feet. Tigers are able to bring him down. But, Steve, special teams has been an issue for the Tigers. Not good if you're the Tigers on that, but an excellent return by the Royals. Couldn't see who made that tackle, but touchdown saving tackle. Good job by the kicker there to force that inside. McMenamin does a good job. McMenamin wasn't there to slow him up. I know he didn't make the tackle, but if he didn't slow him up, it would have been six points for the Royals. Ball spotted on the Marple Newtown 35-yard line. They start in the Tiger territory with 5.44, their second drive of the first quarter. Second drive results in shotgun formation, three wide receivers. Handoff goes to Johnson on the near side. He got a block looking for the edge. He's tripped up. But a flag is thrown on the far side. We'll see what the call is. He was tripped up by DeFruccio. Flag was on the other side of the field. See if that's coming back or not. The official call. Personal foul. You know that one, Steve? Yeah, it's a new one to me. I don't know if that's a helmet-to-helmet call. But nonetheless, going to be a 15-yard penalty on Upper Darby. Tell you what, I'm stumped on that one, Dave. I, I, I'm looking, I went right to you. I, I wasn't going to help you with that well, one. reason I waited, I was looking at our official football signal sheet that we have here in the booth. But uh, that's a new one. From the 38, handoff goes right back to Johnson. He's been fed the ball almost every play here for the Royals early on as it's down to the 36 gain of two. So this series, they open up the game with Wildcat. You see that from a lot of teams where, you know, they're going to come out with something different. The starting quarterback of the first two games out for this game. Nothing doing, three and out. They come out in this, spreading it out with Brown at quarterback. First down was a good play, but get called back on a, with a personal foul. Second and 11 now for Upper Darby. Shotgun, three wide receivers. Five minutes to go here in the first. Tigers lead seven to nothing. Low snap. They hand it off to Johnson. Flag on the play. He'll be wrapped up by three Tigers, but a flag is thrown in the area of holding. Ty Johns fired up, pumping up this great crowd for the season opener for the Tigers. And you got to love this defense. They fly to the ball, gang tackles. You don't see a guy on an island 
See guys flowing there. And just aggressive. That's a nasty group out there. They set the tone for this team. Would you take the penalty, Steve, and back them up 10? They haven't thrown the ball yet. That's what Coach Gicking is. And it looks like they're going to accept it. Would have came, brought up third down and 11. But Backs them up now to the 46. So they're going the wrong way. Yeah. Second down and 21 now. See if they let Brown air it out. Four wide receivers for him. Selby goes in motion to the near side to make it trips. Low snap. It's a keeper. He's not fooled. He's wrapped up by Marple Newtown, number 34. Lou Deluzio making the great play on the outside. Outstanding job by Deluzio. Unblock. He scrapes hard and makes the play. Moyer at the end. He crashes hard. He bites on the fake zone read there. Brown keeps it, but Deluzio is right there to make the play. Outstanding job. Lost it to third down and long here for the Royals as Brown gets the play call. And you don't need it all here if you're the Royals. You got to look at maybe getting half here and then deciding to either to go for it or try to pin him down deep in their own territory. Third down and long. From the Marple Newtown 49-yard line, 3:45 here in the first quarter. Marple Newtown leads seven to nothing. Trips on the near side for the Royals. Looking to pass, he has pressure in his face. He's hit. It's thrown up for grabs. It's intercepted. Intercepted by Marple Newtown on the far side. I believe that's Savior. Yep, Trace. Oh no, they're going to call it incomplete now. So there's a flag on the play. They're going to call it incomplete, Steve. I thought he caught it. Yeah, it looked like he caught it. But the far side official comes in. So he, he caught it, bobbled it. The receiver of the Roars was then playing defensive back there. And I couldn't see who it was on the Tigers' D-line that got their hand on Brown's arm. But that's why the throw is underthrown there. So... That's going to be incomplete, so offense is going to come back out, bring up fourth down and long, and the Royals most likely going to punt this one away. But a flag a flag was thrown, most likely. Sideline yeah. warning, it looks like. Tigers getting real excited there. Rightfully so. This defense forcing another three and out after a huge kickoff return. But they went backwards. With two crucial penalties, a personal foul, and then a holding call. Martinez in the punt this one away. 3.30 here in the first. Box and Walski back to return the punt. Clean snap. It's a high kick. Marple Newtown's going to let this one go. It takes a Royals bounce. Inside the 25, down at the 20. That's where the Tigers' offense will come out. For the second time here in the first quarter with 3.17 on the clock. Yeah, when you have an offense like this, no need to try to field that punt. That was a high, long-hanging punt there. They were yelling poison to get away from it, so Bertolini's offense comes out here, Dave. Looks like they spot on 21. Two backs, three wide receivers. 
Crisscross goes back to box. Spin move, pass to 25, getting the 26. Good crease, good push up front by the big fellas. Yeah, offensive line doing a great job there as one of the big boys checks out for the Tigers. Matthew Hobson, the sophomore guard. Box goes for six, second down and four for the orange and black. Three wide receivers. Bertolini has a touchdown pass already here in the first quarter. He rolls to his left, looking, looking. Throws on the far side, incomplete, intended for his target. Is that Savior on the outside, Steve? The yeah, 20. Savior. He tries to come back to the ball, but falls incomplete there. And again, we always talk about Chris Gicking, his offense. Has so many different formations, but... Every play he has is built off of another play. So they come out. The play before that, we see the split backfield counter. They go with that look again. They fake the counter. Roll out to the left. Incomplete pass, though, but just another look that the defense has to honor there. They're down in four. From their own 27. Bertolini, four wide receivers. Savior goes in motion. Looks to his left. It's a hammer screen back to the right. It's set up beautifully. He has the first down past the 35, getting the 36. Beautiful play design there and execution by the Tigers. They pick up another first down. Number 12 of the Tigers on the reception, Abbott Angelo. Give him nine. Tigers move the chains. Abitangio's first catch of the season. Had an illness during camp, so was held out, but comes in with a nice catch there for a third down conversion. I formation. They hand it off the box on the near side. He's wrapped up before he hits the 40. Give him the 39, gain of three. Power right there under center. Pick up a gain of three for the Tigers. Again, we talk about how how explosive this offense is, but they can hit you from any way. They can milk the clock. They can pound it up the middle. They have the speed outside. Of course, they have the arm and Bertolini. They hit you from so many different ways. Second down and seven. Bertolini. Pump fakes. He's going deep to Savior. Beautiful. Oh, it's in and out of his hands along the Tigers' sideline. He had him beat. Beautifully placed ball there. By Bertolini on the play action, out of shotgun there. Savior was streaking down the sideline and just wasn't able to haul that one in. He would have still been running into the end zone if he was able to catch that one. But nonetheless, going to bring up third down and seven now for this Tigers offense. A minute 17 until the end of the first quarter. Marple Newtown looking to make it a two-score advantage. Four wide receivers on the far side. Bertolini, swing pass to DeFruccio, spin move, and he's got nothing doing. Tackled for loss. Moyer's going to have to come out and punt. They go with that swing pass again. A little low there. That ball's a little higher on the money. DeFruccio might have been able to... Have a little more time to make a move there, but had to adjust, get low to that. Almost 
hit the ground, but that allowed the defense to flow, make the play, and good job there. No game, fourth down and seven. Moyer out as the Royals do a great job of getting off the field here, down 7 nothing. And this drives you crazy as a coach, not knowing to get on the field here, not paying attention. Clean snap. Moyer's kick. It's a wobbly one, but it's picked up at the 28-yard line. He's pushed out of bounds. Upper Darby will take over with 17 seconds left here in the first quarter. Offensively, Steve, they want to run the ball. Johnson's clear as day. They do. I mean, they need to start to get something going offensively, at least a first down. So far, no first downs. I mean, we saw the game last week. Bradley wasn't able to get a first down all game until Marble put their JV guys in and scored their only touchdown. The Royals, you want to go forward. Last last possession, you went backwards. So, got to get some positive yards. Again, a lot of new guys in there for Upper Darby, but you got to get some momentum to try to build off of. Hanson in at tailback. They hand it off to him on the near side. He's tripped up at the line of scrimmage. Great tackle there. Number 50, Jason Bennett, the middle linebacker. They give him a yard, and that will do it for the first quarter. Marple Newtown leads 7 to nothing. Don't go anywhere. More Central League action is coming at you next. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. If you suffer from back or neck pain, injury or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over 15 years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current techniques to help manage your pain. To address your back and neck-related pain or injuries, call the Advanced Chiropractic Center today at 610-356-2300 or visit drtomgraziano.com and tell them the Tigers Radio Network sent you. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on marplenewtownfootball.com. Welcome back. 7-0 Tigers, Steve. It was the pass from Bertolini to DeFrichio to give the Tigers a lead. Yeah, on their first possession, fourth down and two conversion. They were able to convert on it to make it 7-0. Since then, Tigers forced another three and out. But then they were forced to just punt there as the Royals take over here. Down 7-0. Tigers absolutely dominating this game, but the score, it's tight. Brown in that quarterback. Shotgun formation. Four wide receivers to begin the second quarter. Drives back the pass. Looking over in the middle. It's caught. But the play is blown dead. Ty John was eager yeah. to. Illegal formation will back up the Royals five yards. But coming down, hearing footsteps potentially right there. And that's a guy you do not want to see in the middle of the field. Ty John, a guy they missed so badly last year when he went down. But back healthy, wearing that knee brace, captain of the team this year and doing a great job in the secondary, playing that wolf position, that f almost like a free safety, just roaming the field in the secondary. Brown, shotgun, trips formation to the far side. Handoff goes to the tailback. He's bottled up. Several Tigers making the play. Crashing down, number 57, Jake McGowan. 
And McGowan with a huge play. That's a name we haven't called much, but he's been doing so much. Yeah, you know, maybe he's not making tackles or making big sacks, but right. it's because his defense is so good all over. Last year, he was all over the field. You know, the highlight of the defense. This year, it's all 11 guys playing a part, and what a great tackle there. Bobby Knapp comes off the edge. They blitzed him on the backside, and McGowan's able to make the play in the backfield. From the 33, looking to his left, has pressure in his face. Incomplete. The pressure caused that incomplete pass intended for Jernigan. Fourth down, coming up for the Royals. Moyer in his face there. Hits Brown as he throws it. Calls in Aaron throw to Jernigan. And another fourth down here. So Upper Darby going backwards on back-to-back -back possessions. Still no first downs. Martinez in the punt once again. Three punts, Marple Newtown's defense doing their job. Looks Back like, to return is box. Go ahead. Yeah, look, they just brought Walski up, so see if they bring the pressure here. Maybe they saw something in those first two attempts. See if they go for the block. High snap. Tigers bring the house. He's able to get it off. Box calls it off. It takes a Royals bounce once again. Ball spotted at the 35-yard line. That's where we'll see the Tiger offense with 10-38 here in the second, already with a 7-0 lead. Offensively, the Royals are struggling, as we knew they were coming into the game. First two games, not much offensively. They lose their starting quarterback to injury, so we knew they were going to really be struggling. And, you know, so far they have. But special teams-wise, they've been doing a great job. Trying to flip field position, the return games we saw, they're doing a great job. And their defense, as we knew, their strength has been stout thus far, minus that fourth down that they led up for a touchdown. Bertolini, shotgun. Yukenovich goes in motion to the far side. They fake it to him. It's a handoff, spin move by Box, but good job by the Royals to bottle him up. We haven't seen that this season yet. And number 52 in on the tackle, McLaughlin. Makes a nice play for the Royals there. So they go jet counter once again for a gain of about one yard there. The upper Darby's after that first possession has settled in defensively, making it a lot more difficult on this Tiger offense. Second and eight. Shotgun. Yukenovich goes in motion to the far side to make a trips. He looks that way. Looking, comes back, floats it up top. It's caught by Walski. He has a screen. He'll pick up the first down. Great second effort by the sophomore tailback. And when that defense is coming in hard, nothing will slow him up more than a screen. Great play call there by Chris Gicking. Good execution. Would have had more there if it wasn't tipped by a Royal defender. Might have saved six right there. Yeah, that, that's what you're taught. If you can't get to the quarterback, get your hands up. Good job defensively by upper Darby, but Tigers were able to capitalize. Good concentration by Walski to haul that one in and pick up the first down. Screen goes for 11, first down and 10 from the 48. Fake play action. Bertolini sets up. It's caught by Savior at the 40. He breaks free. He has one man to beat. It's a race to the end zone. He scores 52 yards out. Trey Savior, baby. Makes up for that drop, almost drops it again. And when you're a receiver and you drop a pass that's perfectly thrown to you, it starts to get in your head. 
Almost dropped it. Everyone's heart stopped for a second. But great concentration by him to haul that in. And then turn it upfield, turn the Jets on, split defenders into the end zone. And he changes the game there. 14 or 13 nothing, pending the ex McMenamin extra point. Alvagill and hold with 9-11 here in the second quarter. Clean snap. The kick is up. The kick is... Good, 14 to nothing Tigers, 9-11 here in the second quarter. Don't go anywhere, more Marple Newtown football coming at you next. You're listening to Marple Newtown football on the Tigers radio network. Taking the lead in the tree care today is Mike Gillen at MG Tree. Mike is a resident of Brumall, a 1990 MN graduate, and was co-captain of the football team in 1990. Located in Brumall, MG Tree provides tree care to shaping and trimming or complete tree removal, not to mention a 24-hour emergency service. These experienced professionals are serving those in Delaware County and the main line. Keep your trees looking healthy and great. Give them a call for an appointment today at 610-359-9970. Again, 610-359-9970. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Steve, yards at the, after the catcher, our quarterback's favorite phrase, Xavier goes 52 yards to the house. Yeah, and going back to that beautiful strike thrown right to the numbers of Savior. A little too hard, maybe, because he had to bobble it. But able to haul it in and then use his feet for the rest. The Tigers lead 14 to nothing, 9-11 left. They kick it off here, Dave. McMenamin to kick this one away. Wobbler, it bounces at the 11. Jernigan's being chased down. He's wrapped up. Great effort by Marple Newtown on special teams to chase him down. What number is that, Steve? That is number 34, Deluzio. Deluzio, the middle linebacker. I mean, excellent effort there. That was just pure determination and heart by him. Because he, you know, after giving up a couple nice returns, don't want to let that happen again. If he's not able to bring him down, who knows what would have happened. But good job by Deluzio. This defense who's been dominant all season long, comes out here once again, pitching a shutout. 9.03 will begin their fourth drive of the first half from the 21. Make it the 22. Thank you, Jim, our executive producer. Shotgun, three wide receivers. Handoff goes to Johnson. He's wrapped up in the backfield. Good job. Backside pursuit making the play. Just nothing doing as Deluzio once again just rips him down like a ragdoll. They're going to give him. They're going to give him a yard. About, yeah. Give him some forward progress and a yard there. Second down and nine. Again, Royals just trying to get something going offensively. Still haven't picked up a first down yet. If you're just joining us, it's 14 to nothing. Tigers, Tigers won the toss, elected to defer. They'll start the ball with the second half. Shotgun, three wide receivers for Brown. Play action, come back to near side. It was almost picked off. It was a slant intended for Jernigan. Walski stepped in front of it, and he would have been six the other way. But that one falls short. Third down and nine now. And you can just tell Upper Darby, they don't want to have to throw. They're a running team. But when they're put in the throwing situations, it's to their disadvantage. The Tigers doing a good job of 
forcing long distance situations for them. 8-13 here, third down and nine for the Royals offense. Shotgun, three wide receivers. See if they go back in the air. Drives back to pass, looking to his left. Goes that way. He's got his man beat. Beautiful over-the-shoulder catch in the Marple Newtown territory. He's wrapped up, but not before a big gain inside the 25. None other than Jernigan blowing by his man on the outside. Jernigan has been the man thus far in the first half for Upper Darby. And it looks like just some miscommunication in the second. Oh, double move there. As the cornerback looked like the Frucho bites on it. Safety help comes over, but a little too late. They're able to bring down Jernigan, but not before. A huge conversion there on third down. Much needed for the Royals. Flips the field. It goes from their own 23 to the Marple Newtown. 22. Back to the running attack. Handoff goes to Johnson on the near side. He's hit and hit hard by Xavier on the outside, trying to get the edge. And these cornerbacks, they're not just... You know, guys are going to be in the secondary playing coverage. They're going to come up and make plays. That's the M.O. Rich Gentile brings to this defense. And Savior comes up, sets the edge, and makes a nice hit for no gain there. Second down and 10. Upper Darby knocking on the door. Brown with the beautiful pass. The journey again to set them up on this drive. See if they go back to him. On that far side, they are giving him a cushion. Play action, he's rolling that way. Going to call his own number. McGowan wraps him up. Tackle for all us. And number 58 didn't know how to handle Jake McGowan on that one. Justin Bateman tries to reach him to the outside, but great job by McGowan to rip through that one, keep his outside arm free. And bring down Brown for a huge loss there. Bring up third down and long. Let me ask you this, Steve. It's third down and 14. Do you bring pressure? It looks like they're going more to a passing attack now. Well, this is a aggressive defense, and that's why Upper Darby was able to beat them. They see how aggressive this team is. Hey, let's call a double move there. Tigers bid on it, but that's what you're going to get. Which you, what you're going to lose when you go aggressive. Brown looking. They do a double move this time around. Two Tigers in on the play. It's intercepted in the end zone. And so they go back to it, very predictable. It's the only thing that's worked for them, so they, you know, they're going to go back to it. This time, the Frucho is waiting for it, doesn't bite, backpedals a great job, goes up high, and brings down the interception. So it's going to be a touchback. The Tigers are going to take over here. Great job by this defense. The safety and corner were both there. They did not bite, as Steve said. Interception in the end zone. Tigers take over with 6.04 on the clock, looking to make it a three-possession lead early on in the first half. 6.04 remaining here, Dave. Tigers, if they can chew up some clock here, put this one in the end zone, they'll be sitting pretty going in the half and getting the ball to start the third quarter. The British joining us. Bertolini has the touchdown pass to DeFruccio. That started the game and won the Savior. 14 to nothing Tigers. That recaps all the score here at Har Harry Harvey Stadium. Florida Bono goes in motion to the near side. They fake the screen. Their double move of their own. Looking to go deep down the field. Intended for Ukenovich. Incomplete. Good coverage down the field. 
by number three, Harris Series. He didn't bite. Some will see that and say, oh, what a bad overthrow there by Bartolini. But he put that ball perfectly. Number one, Yukanovich got a little jammed up there. As a cornerback uh, does a good job forcing him towards the boundary, pushing him out of bounds a little bit cleanly, and wasn't able to get there, get his speed to get under that ball there. So good job defensively by the Royals on first down. Second down and 10 from their own 20. They go in the eye, under center. Handoff goes to the tailback. I believe that was box on the carry, nothing doing. Number seven, Birch, the outside backer for the Royals makes a nice, clean stick there on box. Third down and nine here, 5.40 counting, Dave. Tigers with a commanding 14-0 lead here. Royals doing a good job bottling up box, Steve, who's averaged three touchdowns in the first two games. Yeah, the first possession, he was having his way, but since then, they've made some adjustments. And the Tigers knew him. He talking to Chris Kicking all week. He said this defense is tough. It's going to take a lot to find some open holes against them. Third down and nine. Fortabono goes in motion. Coach Gicking wants to talk this one over. We'll step aside with 5.15 here in the second. 14 to nothing Tigers. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. Privately owned, DZO offers residential and commercial services in heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has proudly served the Delaware County and Tri-State area, offering customers great service at fair rates. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or online at www.dzomechanical.com. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Welcome back. It's third down, nine yards to go, five minutes till halftime. Steve, Coach Gicking burned his second timeout to talk this one over. Yeah, and that's, that's par for the course for Chris Gicking, burning those timeouts to think big down situations over. He wants that best play call there. He wants all the time he can get to get his guys set up here for third down. And nine. This is crucial for both teams. Obviously, the Tigers, they, you know, they want more points, but the Royals, they want to get off the field here and get the ball in their offense's hands as the players told to leave the field. I'm not sure if it's an equipment issue or not. Yeah, Xavier was told to check out. Box checks back in. Third down, nine yards to go. Empty backfield, five wide receivers for the senior lefty. Third and nine, the Tigers 21. Ferruccio goes in motion. Drives back the pass. Looking, looking. Lobs it far side. Incomplete. Who is target on the far side? Is that number 12? It is Abbott Angelo. Incomplete. Tigers force the punt. And that substitution late could throw some things off. Coaching calls a timeout. He has his personnel there. He calls a play. You send, you send your team at all 11 out there, then the referee tells you send send the guy off. So you get different personnel now. Who knows what would have happened. But good job defensively by the Royals there to force another Tiger punt as Moyer enters the field. Johnson back to return the Moyer punt. Clean snap, Moyer. Booming kick back to the 43-yard line. Is Johnson trying to get a crease. 
Sidesteps, comes back to the near side, going the wrong way. He's got all the moves, Steve, as he's in the Marple Newtown territory. Yeah, between Johnson and Jernigan, they are explosive players for this upper Derby team. And what a nice return there. As the Royals have 4.55 remaining in the first half. Only one first down thus far this game. And it was a big one. Huge completion to Jernigan from Brown on the double move. But Tigers were able to stand strong there and force a turnover. First and 10 from the 39. 4.55 here. Royals looking to get on the board. Four wideouts for Brown. Drops back to pass, looks to his left, flag is thrown. It's complete along the far side to number 23's intended target and branch. But this looks like it's coming back. Illegal formation, legal procedure against the Royals will back them up. It will be first down and 15. And this operator RB team, I mean, you're missing some key guys, especially your quarterback. And you're just hurting yourself with penalties. I mean, you only have one first down. You're kind of in a new offense here with new players trying to feel it out. And these penalties are just killing them, moving them backwards. And this is a tight ball game. It's a two-possession game. They played Marple tough thus far in this half. Missing their wide receiver, McKay Punza, as well. So some key guys out. For the Royals as they set up here. It's first and 15. Brown, shotgun, four wide receivers. See if they go back to the air. Low snap, looks to his left, goes over the middle. It's reeled in. Completed to number five, Jernigan. So he gets down to the Marple Newtown 35 yard line, gain of nine. Johnson got set late there. He moved up a little bit. Surprised they didn't call anything on that, but before the ball was snapped, so free. They're telling someone else to get on the, the other field. side. And the, what I'm thinking is, it's some of these guys are real critical. It's a PIAA rule. There's knee pads. If your knees aren't covered, they're going to send you off to cover them. You can't cover them on the field. They're going to send you off a play, cover them, and then come back out which I get it, but not one person. Well, it's both wideouts. No yeah. one on Saturdays or Sundays wear them either. <laughs> Shotgun, second down and seven. Brown looks to his right, has pressure in his face. He's sacked. Take it away, Steve. Eric John to in on the sack there. But helped out by that whole D-line as they collapse on Brown. And then Jonda is able to throw him down. Third down and 12 here. 3.30 and counting. If you're the Royals, you are thinking four down territory no matter what happens here. I mean, potentially if you, you lose some yards, you're going to want to have to you're going to have to punt away, try to pin them. But you really need to pick this up. No safety back. We'll see if they go back for the double move. Four wide receivers. Three minutes to go until halftime. Drops back to pass. Looks to his right. Quick into the flat. Incomplete. Intended for Jernigan. Incomplete. And that's the decision you're going to make. 
You want to stay on the field. Your offense has only picked up one first down, not a lot of success. Or do you want to punt this one away and pin Marple Newtown? If I'm up a door, I'm punting this away. I'm going to try to pin them. What you don't want to have is Marple take the ball over at the 40-yard line. They got three minutes to try to tack this on. And it looks like they're going to go for it. Fourth down and 12. Unless they got something, some trick up their sleeve. I've seen nothing offensively for them to convert this fourth and long. See if they go in punt formation. Doesn't look like it. Looks like they're going to go for it. Worst case here, you try to jump, get them offside. You take the delay game and punt it. Brown, four wide receivers. They're going to go for it. Goes back to the near side. It's a screen. They would have had a first down and more. Touchdown. We would have had a touchdown on that the one. Turn again. 54 came out of his stance. C.J. Hassan, the tackle, sprints out. Was able to was going to make a nice block there in the secondary, and that would have been six points. The but drop is costly as Marple Newtown takes over. It's a beautifully designed and set up screenplay there, but. Not executed. The scoreboard goes off here. Back on. Marple Newtown's offense takes over. 14 to nothing. They'll take over at the 40-yard line with 255. After the turnover on downs. Walski gets the handoff along the far side. Lowers his shoulder, gets a little help from his offensive lineman. Down to the 46, gain the six. Tigers go no huddle. Oh, scrummage there. Tigers got to be smart. Walk away. Tigers are right back on the ball. That Brett Walsh, that sophomore, he's feisty. I won't tell you which uncle. Second down. Shotgun. Four wide receivers. Bertolini. Quick curl. It's caught at the 50 for Gillen. He's right at the sticks. I think they're going to give it to him. They're going to give him the first down. Some extracurricular activity is in call, but that will stop the clock with 229. Tigers driving. That's a strong catch there by Gillen. First down. Yeah, they're going to. That's a first down. Move the sticks. They're going to reset the box here. Tigers were set to get on the ball there with a quick snap count. QB sneak, but 2-12 counting here, Dave. Tigers marching at midfield. Maybe we'll get a chance to see what the Tigers kickers got. See, we haven't seen him attempt a field goal this season yet. Four wide receivers, Bertolini. Handoff goes to Wolski. Full steam ahead into Royals territory. Gets down to the 42. Excuse me, the 47. Tigers with three. a line change. Five in, five out. And that's how deep this team is. Even the O-line rotates in. That guard there, John DeFer. Matt Hobson. Gain of three on that carry. Ernalini, quick toss. By Ukenovich, who gets out of bounds. That stops the clock at 119.
You have to think it's setting up the double move, right, Steve? Yeah, we haven't seen it yet. We haven't seen it. Oh, I guess that fourth down conversion was a somewhat deep throw, but they were in the red zone. But we haven't seen Bertolini unleash it deep downfield yet. But they got plenty of time here. 119. Third down and short. Two shots at it. 14 nothing Tigers looking to get on the board right before the half. They will get the ball to begin the second half. The Fruscio goes in motion to the far side to pick it to him. It goes to box. He has the first down and more. Love the misdirection there again. Linebackers got to flow, honor that. Creates a seam up the middle. And box just starts right up there behind his big offensive line. Moves the sticks. Approaching one minute here. Fresh set of downs for the Tigers. Box gains seven. Under a minute to go until the half. Four wide receivers. Drops back to pass. They bring pressure. It's over the middle intended for number 12. That was Abbott Angelo. He had daylight in front of him. Vinny Abbott Angelo had it just a little tad too high, and Bertolini had to throw it out. He had pressure on his face, so released that a little high there. But Abbott Angelo has to go up and grab that one. Had a lot of green in front of him if he was able to. Nonetheless, second down and 10, 53 seconds, clock stopped. Tigers do have one more timeout left in their pocket. This game feels a lot tighter than 14-0. Royals have been playing them tough defensively. Second down and 10, trip to the far side. Bertolini, it's a screen pass, the box. He has blockers in front of him. 20, 15, 10, he's out of bounds. And that screenplay three times in the first half and three first downs, that one being the biggest. And that D-line, the two big D-ends coming off the edge, crashing hard, up the middle of them, bringing pressure. As I said, best way to slow that up, dump it over them, over their head with a screen pass. And the Tigers execute three for three. 24 yards on the screen pass. Checking in offensively is Deluzio. He's the halfback. Watch play action here. Bertoli in the under center from the 11. Play action. Looking for that flat. Instead, he goes to the end zone. It's caught. No, it's in and out of his hands in the back of the end zone. That Bertoli goes under center. I see that formation. Twins to the right. Play action there. and I believe that was DeFruccio. Yeah, his second drop. So two drops tonight that his biggest drop he did have that huge touchdown catch but second down and 10 here again plenty of time right outside the 10 yard you have an opportunity to pick up another first down as the ball is at the 11 yard line still have one timeout so they can run or stay yeah. use the middle of the they field plenty of time here he's under center once again box the back Handoff goes the box. He has daylight in front of him. He's inside the five. He's down near that first down marker. Third down coming up. Tigers will burn a timeout. We'll keep it here with 28 seconds left. Steve, your coach kicking. You burn your last timeout. You think you go to the end zone, then you kick it? I mean, you have 
28 seconds, no timeout. I mean, you're thinking you're thinking six here all the way. Okay, so uh, you need about two more yards to pick up a first down. Yeah, clock will stop as they set the chance. I mean, you don't have to say you have to set the box, essentially. But, I mean, right now you're thinking get in the end zone. You can run the ball. Um and then, you know, right now they're calling two plays in the huddle if they don't pick this up and if it stays in bounds. So if they run the ball or it's a short completion and tackle before the sticks, they're going to get right on the ball, run their second play. But before that play, that's, that's a nice setup there on the counter play to box as that makes it third down and two. It's Chris Gicking giving them the play in the huddle here again. Two play calls in case they don't get out of bounds or pick up the first down. The ball looks like it's about, what, the seven? No, the ball is placed at the three right The three, the three. Thank you, Steve. So you need to get to the one for the first down. 28 seconds until halftime. There you go, wrecking ball. Bertolini and under center. The ball's loose on the ground. It's picked up. I don't know who picked it up. But it's close to the first down marker, if not into the end zone. No signal yet. And I thought he got in there, but very fortunate. Touchdown, Tigers. Oh. And they got it. I mean, fumbled snap. Or I don't know if it was the exchange or the snap. But I it was believe supposed it was to go the snap. To it was supposed to go to Deluzio there. Bernalini heads a play to pick that up. And if you're the upper Darby, you got to be kicking yourselves there. Crucial opportunity to get on that. So fumbled snap. I believe Deluzio picked that up and ran it in. I, I think it was uh, it was Bertolini picked Bertolini it up. Bertolini picked it up and yep. rushed it in. Okay, thank you, Steve. Tigers get the touchdown, nevertheless. So a count is a rushing touchdown for Bertolini when it's all said and done. McMenamin out of the Gillen Hole. 19 seconds. 19 seconds left. No good. The first miss extra point of the season. 20 to nothing Tigers with 19 seconds left until halftime. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Home and Business Public Adjusters are proud sponsors of the 2023 Marple Newtown High School football team. Every team needs a great quarterback, and when your home or business is affected by water, storm, fire, or smoke damage, we offer our 27 years of experience to quarterback your team. We set protocol for restoration and replacement and rebuilding of your home. Located on Baltimore Pike in Media, we proudly serve PA, New Jersey, Maryland, and Delaware. At Home and Business Public Adjusters, we know the playbook. Text Blaine at 610-909-1112. Ready, set, up. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Bertolini. Gets credit for the touchdown, 20 to nothing in favor of Marple Newtown. We'll see if they kick away from the kick returner. It is a squib kick by McMenamin. It's all the way back inside the 18-yard line is Jernigan. Makes one man miss a second. He's wrapped up past the 30, give him the 32. Wrapped up by Walski. Flag is thrown. It's official on the Tigers' sidelines getting... Where he threw that on. I think two guys away from the play fighting, so we'll see. Typically an offsetting penalty. Dead ball. Personal foul against Marple Newtown. Uh, so just one. Oh. Oh, yeah, just one. I guess one so. person got caught. 
That's going to give Upper Darby. They it's got three timeouts, so. Marple New almost at midfield now. So they'll take over 13 seconds. They can air it out. We saw the double move earlier. I mean, you have to do something here. Down 20 nothing. Tigers getting the ball to start the second half. From their own 48. Shotgun, four wide receivers. Brown comes back to the near side. He's lit up, but Jernigan is able to get out of bounds. Jernigan's been the go-to man on the outside. Brown, tough, tough guy hanging in there after that shot. Upper door, he's going to be just short of the first down. Nice pitch and catch there. Down to the Marple Newtown 44-yard line. Potentially have another chance at a short throw out of bounds, but a little too risky. I think they try to take their shot here. Although if you try to run it, maybe burn a timeout. Seven seconds left until halftime. Trips formation on the near side. Some confusion. And they got three timeouts if they need them. Brown. Handoff goes to Johnson on the far side. Makes one man miss. Cuts it back up. Picks up the first down. They're going to give him one second. Yeah, so that's good execution there. I thought maybe they'd probably try to run it. Surprised they went with the jet there because it takes a little longer than something up the middle. But they get a little closer. Burn one of their three timeouts. One second left, and now they'll take a shot into the end zone. So good execution there. That 15-yard penalty helps it, obviously. Uh, but good job by the Royals. Try to get the final shot in the end zone. Desperately needing points down 20 to nothing. So if you're Marple Newtown, you're up 20 to nothing. You get the ball to begin the second half. Bertolini has two touchdown passes. He ran in the last one. Steve, if you're Coach Gentile, are you bringing pressure here, or are you playing everyone back? The way that front four has been getting pressure, I don't think you need to bring anything. They've been aggressive up front. You got a guy like McGowan who just feasts at the quarterback. You got a speed end and Moyer who's fast off the edge there. I think you play back and let those front four try to get to Brown. This will be the last play of the first half. Tigers lead 20 to nothing here at Harry Harvey Stadium. Brown, trip formation on the far side. Jernigan, the lone guy on the near side. They double-team him. Drops back the pass. Tigers have pressure. It's a heave down the field. Incomplete. That will do it for the first half. Tigers lead 20 to nothing. At the end of the first half, you are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast, in full or in part, is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. Five, four, three, two, one. Two receivers, single back is Sapness. They hand off to him. He finds a hole. He's across the 20, 30, 40, 50. No one's going to catch him. Touchdown, Adrian Sapness. One play changes the game once again for Marple Newtown. It's going to be a play action over the middle. It's going to be bounced. One-handed by Carmen Christiana. 
He's going to put him in motion, put him on the left side. He's going to be looking left. Marvel Newtown McEwen applying pressure. That's Noah Turner. He's going to be a sack. It's going to be a handoff to Charlie Box on the far side. Trying to get the corner. He does. Charlie Box full steam ahead. There goes Charlie Box down the sideline. Charlie Box can do it all. Side. They fake it to him. They're actually going to roll. It's going to be deep down the field. The ferry over the shoulder catch. He's in for his fourth touchdown tonight. It's going to be a handoff to him. Up the gut. Makes one man miss. Down on his feet. Brian Jocelyn is going to score. Brian Jocelyn, 39 yards out. They're going to put Abel Hoff in motion. It's going to go that way. It's going to be a swing pass to Hoff. Who has the sideline. He's at the 50, the 40. He's got one man to beat. He cuts it back. He's at the 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Tigers. Roll to his right. Come back to his left. It's a screen pass to Weather. Who has a running lane. He's got the edge. He's going to break free. He's still on his feet. It's a chase to the end zone. And Weathers is going to get in for a Marple Newtown touchdown. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Welcome to halftime, Steve. Marple Newtown won the toss, elected to defer, so we'll see the orange and black get the ball to begin the second half. But offensively, the Tigers are still clicking. They have 20 points in the first half, but Upper Darby's defense has been with them every step of the way. They sure have, but the message in the locker room, talking to the coaches here, was uh, foot on their throat, man. They get the Second half, they have an opportunity to go up 27-0 here. As we wait, Marple yeah. Newtowns, we're still getting set, Steve, as Coach Gicking was talking to his team. What's he telling his team in the locker room? Again, you know, pedal to the metal. They have an opportunity here to put this game away. Don't play around with these guys. So they get the ball to start second half. Got to watch for any type of onside kick for Upper Darby, down 20 to nothing here. Uh, but we'll say their bright points of their, on their side of the ball were their special teams and a little bit defensively. Marper Newtown had a few big plays on them, but for the most part, could have been a lot worse. Marple Newtown coming out in the second half. Bertolini, let's recap, Steve. Bertolini comes out, fourth down, they go down the field. The Frucio makes the great over-the-shoulder catch to get the Tigers on the board. Yeah, he snagged that one out of the air. Defender's back was turned, but it was pretty good coverage, but a huge fourth-down conversion for the touchdown. And then coming back, Trey Savior makes up for a drop pass, juggles the ball, uses his wheels, goes into the end zone, makes a fourth-down thing, and then the bobbled snap fumble, or barely he's able to recapture it and dive his way into the end zone for a central QB sneak. Makes it 20 nothing, Dave. Defensively, the Tigers are bottling up the Royals. We saw Wildcats begin the game. They fed Johnson left and right. They switch it up. They bring in the backup quarterback. They sling it all over the field. Jernigan has been certainly a player to watch. Yeah, Jernigan, Johnson, uh, been the two biggest targets for Brown again. Upper dealing with some injuries, trying to make the best out of it offensively. Just haven't been able to get much going. Um, just a, a couple first downs for them, one being on a big play. 
down the field, and then the other one came at the end of the half, right before Hal Mary to, to end the half there. So Tigers' defense has been stout, as they have been all season long. Back to return is Box and Walski. Box took one to the house to begin the third quarter a week ago against Radner. As we await the official signal, 12, Martinez kicks this one away. It's returnable from the 20-yard line. Is Box. He's in the open field. He tripped up down to the 43. Beautiful return there by Box. Nice blocking as he hits a crease there. He is dangerous. Took one back for a touchdown last week versus Radner to open up the second half. Now they move it up. They put it to the 45. Go ahead, Steve. Tigers, excellent field position to start off. Again, nothing would be more devastating to Upper Darby here than an opening drive touchdown to start this second half to put this game away. 11.56. DeFruccio goes in motion to the near side. Out of the eye. They hand it the box. Who is blown up in the backfield. Hello. That's a way to start the second half. Number 52, Khalil McLaughlin with a huge stick. On Brian Box in the backfield. Did he oh. just shoot the gap? I mean, by the time he got the ball, he was just waiting for him. I don't give him forward progress, but give him a loss of one there. Second and 11. Not how you want to start the half. You're the Tigers, but great job up front by the Royals D. Walski on the near side. Shotgun formation. He goes in motion. Does he get the jet? He does. He has a lead blocker in front of him. Here he goes. He puts on the Jets. Sidesteps one. He's in the upper Derby territory. Down to the 37. Not much doing up front. It, it, in between the tackles versus upper Derby defense, it's been mostly in the passing game or outside plays. And a good adjustment there by Chris. Jet sweep outside. Nice cut by Walski to turn it upfield. Picks up a first down. And the Tigers are in business here. Sophomore takes the jet 19 yards to the 37. Handoff goes to Box on the counter on the near side. Makes one man miss. He puts on the Jets. He's tripped up inside the five. And after a huge defensive play there by the Royals to start off this half, two back-to-back backbreakers. By the Tigers offense with their two stud running backs. First Walski, then Box. First down and goal for the Tigers. 33 yards down to the four. First down and goal for Marple Newtown. Box the backs. The up back is Deluzio. Bertolini under center. Handoff goes to Box. You're trying to bounce it to the outside. It'll be a loss on the play. Number seven tripped him up in the backfield. That's Birch. Try to go with a counter play there. Birch does a good job sniffing it out. Not fooled by the misdirection. There's second down and goal and a loss of yards there for the Tigers. Loss of three back to the seven. Loss of three, second and goal. Second down and goal for Birchall, and he comes out empty. Five wideouts. Ukenovitz goes in motion to the far side. 
He looks that way into the flat. It's complete to Ukenovich. And he gets back the, the original line of scrimmage from where he was. It looks like he got inside that five, Steve. Jet motion with Ukenovich, or early motion, I should say, across the formation into the flat there, wide open. But good job by number seven of the Royals to force him out of bounds there. Or number two, excuse me, Johnson. Playing both ways, it's third down and goal from the three. Opening drive of the second half. Bertolini under center. Hands it off the box. He's bottled up. This front of the Royals is tough. I think that was Deluzio there. That was the, Deluzio? Yeah, in the wrecking ball formation. Again, that up front, middle of that defense is stout for upper Darby. Got to beat him on the edge. They gave him a yard, so it's going to be fourth down and goal from the two. Man, this would be huge for Upper Darby if they're able to get out of here with a turnover on downs. It looks like a line change. Maybe Coach Gicking takes the timeout, talks this one over. Now he's going to stick with the big guys out there. It's going to be fourth down and goal from the two. I like it. Watch play action out of this. Deluzio to back. They did it once again. Is the play blown dead or is it a touchdown? That's a touchdown. That looks like miscommunication. The Royals are saying the whistle was blown. Is it inadvertent? Very odd sequence here. You got one signaling touchdown and another not. No touchdown. Timeout, Marple Newtown. Uh, They blew the whistle and called a timeout. So the last second, the last second coach kicking one to call time. I didn't like what he saw. And you could have said, well, why did he call time? They score. But upper Darby defensive players they might have up. heard that let yeah. up. So we'll step aside for the timeout. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and the Tiger Radio Network. If you're having plumbing problems, heating problems, cooling problems, don't have an attack, call Bobby Mack. Bob McNamara Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling is located right here in Marple Township for 29 years. You can call Bobby Mack, 610-496-6260, or visit their website for all your heating, cooling, and plumbing needs at bobmcnamaraplumbing.com. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on marplenewtownfootball.com. 8.30 8.30 here in the third quarter. Fourth down, two yards to go. Berlini comes out. Deluzio to back. Under center. Handoff goes to Deluzio. The push up front into the end zone. Touchdown, Tigers. So, I'm sure Chris was kicking himself for calling that timeout, and I'm sure those guys came up the field and said, Coach, let's do it again. Now, the extra point was no good. It looks like Coach Gicking's going to line up for two. 826. So 26 to nothing. They're going to line up to go for two to make it a, a true four-store game. That drive was three minutes and 30 seconds for the Tigers to find the end zone with 826 here in the third. 26 to nothing, as Steve said. Going for the two-point conversion is Bertolini. Empty backfield. 
Five wide out. Sevier goes in motion to the far side. Looking for him. Looking, looking. Trying to escape. He's fighting. No good. It is no good. 8-26 will step aside. Tigers lead 26 to nothing here in the third quarter. Listen to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. DMK Appliances, a family-owned and operated business, has been serving the greater Philadelphia area since 1960. That's 50-plus years of experience selling products by leading manufacturers while offering competitive prices and excellent customer service. DNK is committed to being the dependable difference from our knowledgeable sales associates to our professionally trained in-house delivery and service technicians. DNK will get the job done right. We hope you stop by DNK today. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Tigers score off the Deluzia rush. 26 to nothing in favor of Marple Newtown. They come out of halftime, Steve. They go right down the field. Yep, and that is the was a message in the locker room. And the guys executed right down the field. Took them. Wasn't easy to get in there. Upper Darby. Made them try all four downs to get in the end zone, but they did. McMenamin boots this one away. It's returned from the 11. Coming back to the near side. Another big return. I believe that was Johnson down to the 35-yard line. Johnson with another very good return there. Upper Darby down by four scores. Twenty-four yard return for Johnson. This drive, their first drive of the second half, will begin with eight eighteen. From the thirty-five. Brown the QB. Trips on the far side. Johnson lined up as wide receiver. The jet sweep to the near side. Marple Newtown not fooled. Good job by Deluzio and company as number 13 trying to get the edge. Nothing doing. 15, excuse me. McGowan's a good job of setting the edge there, making the tackle with Deluzio. Ty Johnson come out of nowhere, shooting the gap and slowing up the ball carrier. So gain of one, second and nine, Dave. Selby on the sweep, picks up a yard, second down and nine. Clock continues the run. Jocko in formation. Formation on the near side. Brown. Gets a signal from the sideline. Drops back to pass. Looks to his right. Slant. It's high. He is hit and hit hard by Ty John, but holds on. Gets down to the 40. Pick up a four. Excellent reception there by Jernigan. It was a tough catch as he limps off the field. Big hit by the Tigers. Third down and five here. Seven minutes approaching here in the third quarter. Four down territory, Steve. Yeah, at this point, I mean, not much doing for them. Down four scores. Got to get something going.
Brown drops back to pass. Looks to his right. Has pressure. There's over the field. Is it broken up? Or do you hold on to it? Incomplete. Incomplete. Good job by Trey Savior at cornerback. Nice break on the ball. The fourth down and five. Offense obviously needs to stay on the field here. We've seen more passing from the Royals, especially later on, as Brown is more than capable. He just has pressure in his face, and a good job. You have to credit the front four of the Tigers. Fourth down and five. Four wideouts for Brown. Drives back to pass. Looks to his left. Rolls that way. Moyer almost he wraps him up. He has him as a will be sack. McGowan, but initially held by Moyer. Did he have the ball? Flag flies. Marple Newtown says they got the ball from him, but nevertheless, they're going to get it anyway. And they might get 15 on top of it, depending on what this flag is on. But the front four hit home. Moyer wraps up Brown, and the rest of the defenders come in and make a huge play here. But I'll tell you what, if this... So we'll see it's what the penalty is. It's a dead is. ball, so no matter what, even if it's on the Tigers. So Moyer gets the sack. Ball. Moyer gets credit with, for the sack. He did have initial pressure, and then everybody else came in and joined him as Marple Newtown will get the ball. They're talking this one over because there's a late tackle. As there's 6-16 left here in the third quarter, Steve, 26 to nothing in favor of Marple Newtown, looking to add on as now they have the ball at the 30 of Upper Darby. I'm not sure what the confusion is. The Tiger player was tackled late, but they might get Marple as well for ripping the ball out. Here we go. Wow, we're young, fellas. Okay, so they're called a delay a game on the Tigers' defense. And what that is is... So what is that, Steve? Yeah, they're, hold, they're holding a player up. To try and strip him out. Yeah, so... So that's... They're going to mark off, I believe that's a five. It's five and then 15 so against a personal a, foul. It'll be a 10-yard penalty, essentially, for the Tigers. They'll get the ball at the 20-yard line. All right, they'll take over with 6-16, Steve, and they're already in the red zone. And that... It, let's be honest, this game is pretty much over the way the Tigers are dominating. But this right here, if they're able to capitalize on this. They're looking to put this one away early here in the third. Four wide receivers. Man goes in motion. That's Gillen. Early snap. This will be blown dead. Encroachment yeah. against the Royals will put the ball at the 15. Good call. You got to blow that dead. Once they cross the line, there's no free plays in high school football. Once he crossed the line, they're going to blow it dead. So another five yards there. Ball at the 15. First and five for the Tigers. But they're saying they barring a miracle. Offensively, the Royal, Royals just have nothing going. First week without their starting quarterback from the first two games. So... 
Might take a couple games for them to get used to it, depending on what his health situation is and if he's going to be able to return or not. But it doesn't look like it's going to happen tonight for this team offensively. Four wide outs. Balski goes in motion. That's where they go, and the ball's on the ground. Let's see who recovered. Who has it? Upper Darby does. Walski drops the exchange. Upper Darby turnover on the fumble for the Tigers. And round and around we go. Yeah, so jet sweep. Walski, that exchange just wasn't able to get it. And knowing Brett Walski, he's... Going to be very hard, hard on himself on that one. 6.07 here in the third. Royals come out on offense at the 14-yard line. Handoff goes to Johnson, and he is met behind the line of scrimmage. This will be a loss. Louis Deluzio again, that middle linebacker coming and making the play. Rich Gentile tells him, worry about the inside the tackles. Don't worry about anything outside. That's where we got our outside backers, our corners, our safeties. Worry about that. Worry about the inside. Play those gaps, shoot them, make the plays. And you can just tell that coaching style from Rich Gentile and his staff, they're just very aggressive. They're not scared to send people. And their players have that attitude that he wants. Balls on the 13. Shotgun for Brown. Handoff goes right back to the tailback. See some daylight still on his feet. Sidesteps. You have to appreciate the Luzio's second effort tonight. It's been on display all night. Yeah. Obviously, you don't want your middle linebacker making plays down the field. But, tell you what, once it gets to the second level, you see a lot of guys just, you know, giving up. I know Coach Gentile's going to be very happy if they preserve this shutout. They're going to look back to that play there. And Deluzio hustling down the field to save a touchdown. As you said, Dave, a lot of heart out of him. We saw it on special teams and now on defense. A sideline warning against Upper Darby. I believe that's their first one, so I'm not sure why they're moving backwards. I don't think it is, Steve. I think it's their second. Is it their second? Okay. That rush went to the 43. So it's going to be a five-yard penalty back to the 38. That rush went for 30 for Johnson. Go right back to him. He's met in the backfield. It's blown up by none other. You know, Deluzio. <laughs> Rich Gentile calls the fire blitz. Deluzio shoots the gap untouched, makes a play in the backfield. Second and 14 after the four-yard loss. And this Tiger defense is rolling on all accounts. Loss of three puts the ball back at the 35-yard line. 445 and counting here in the third quarter. 26 to nothing in favor of Marple Newtown. Shotgun. Three wide receivers for Brown. Hand off to the tailback. 
Sidesteps again past the 40. Give him the 42. Johnson has been the workhorse. Third down now. And Upper Darby keeps putting themselves in bad situations on third and longs. Again, four down territory from here on out, no matter where you're at on the field if you're the Royals. So don't need it all here. First home game of the season for the Tigers. Started the season on the road. Be home next week as well, hosting Springfield. Shotgun for Brown. Cross back to pass. Looks to his right. Airs it out. Jernigan, did he come down with it? He did. Wow, what an adjustment on the ball. That was just a lollipop throw up. And got to give a lot of credit to Brown. Stepping in at quarterback this week. Doing a great job of directing this offense. As they haven't been very successful. No points. But when needed, they've come up with some big plays. It's a gain of 29. I like the game plan. Feed him. They go back to Johnson. Nothing doing. Tigers waiting for him. Toluzio initially with some contact in the backfield. Blitzing again. Again, Rich Gentile not afraid to bring the pressure. Not much doing up the middle tonight for Upper Darby. Yeah. Not much for Tigers either. Both teams defensively very stout in the interior. Tires with a lot more success. Three wide outs for Royals. Two twenty-two and counting. Drives back to pass. Quick to the near side. Makes a dance move. He's wrapped up at the twenty. Caught by a series. Go ahead, Steve. All right, DeFrucio in on the tag. Went up before a first down catch as Upper Darby enters the red zone. Unfamiliar territory for them. They're driving. I've had the ball almost the whole third quarter. Johnson in the back. Three wide receivers. Brown gets the call from the sideline. They bring the pressure. Johnson is blown up. Bobby Knapp. Aiden Karen. Ty Can. Ty John, excuse me, all in on the tackle there. The line change for Royals. Second and 
There's been countless players being told by the referees to get out of this game tonight. See, that's the third one yeah, I've seen. equipment issues. I know they're really emphasizing the knee pads. I mean, they're all wearing them, but some have those half-cut ones, not covering their knees. They want them to push them down. Ball back to the 24. Loss of five on that carry. Minute 10 left here in the third. Wildcat. R5. Takes the Wildcat, Marple Newtown swarming the ball as Jernigan trying to get the edge. Nothing doing. The free show crashes from the backside corner. When your corners are in the backfield making plays, you know this defense is hitting on all cylinders. I mean, every guy on this defense's name's been called. This is a scary defense the first three weeks, and the Central League is taking notice, but... Not sure what Springfield's doing tonight, but it's another good team. Put up 50 points on O'Hara week one. Lost in a gut-wrenching game last week versus Strathaven. So one and one coming into this week. It's going to be a big matchup. The Tigers' biggest test thus far next week here at home. Wildcat, third down and 14. Calls his own number to the near side, trying to get the edge. Johnson tiptoes out of bounds. Fourth down coming up. Boxer's just throwing like a ragdoll out of bounds. This is getting chippy. Tigers just got to walk away. The 26-0 lead. Ball clock has stopped. Ten seconds left. Will that do it for the third quarter? Are they blowing this one dead, Steve? Someone called a timeout. All right. Regardless, we'll step aside. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. If you suffer from back or neck pain, injury or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over 15 years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current techniques to help manage your pain. To address your back. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Welcome back. Ten seconds left. Fourth down. Nine yards to go for a first down, Steve. Fourth and nine. Back-to-back Wildcat plays. Set them up on a fourth and nine here. Ten seconds left. Tigers trying to preserve this shutout. Upper Darby's in the red zone for the first time tonight. Brown, shotgun. Looks to his right. One-on-one for Jernigan. He got him. That's a touchdown. That's a beautifully thrown ball. That's something they practice. What a beautifully thrown place ball there by Brown to his target there, Jernigan. Trey Sager, excellent coverage. Nothing he really could have done there, but bat that one away. But he was hip-to-hip with Jernigan. And Upper Darby gets on the board 26-6, and it looks like they'll keep the offense on the field here. 
going for two after the touchdown by Jernigan. Brown shotgun. You got to think Jonathan's getting the carry. Actually, he's going to throw it. He's rolling to his right. Goes back to his left. McGowan swallows him up. Two-point conversion, no good. Four seconds left here in the third. Black is down and a player down for the Tigers. We'll step aside. 26-6. to six. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers radio network. Taking the lead in the tree care today is Mike Gillen at MG Tree. Mike is a resident of Brumal, a 1990 MN graduate, and was co-captain of the football team in 1990. Located in Brumal, MG Tree provides tree care to shaping and trimming or complete tree removal, not to mention a 24-hour emergency service. These experienced professionals are serving those in Delaware County and the main line. Keep your trees looking healthy and great. Give them a call for an appointment today at 610-359-9970. Again, 610-359-9970. Hey, Tigers fans. Did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia pretzel? Because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, even for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Rumor, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website at phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. Privately owned, DZO offers residential and commercial services in heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has proudly served the Delaware County and Tri-State area, offering customers great service at fair rates. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or online at www.dzomechanical.com. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Repeat the two-point conversion because of the flag. Wildcat blown dead. Illegal procedure backs them up five yards. We'll reset. They're redoing this play because of the defensive holding on Marple, but Albert Arbinell gets hit with a penalty, so still attempting the two point conversion after the beautiful conversion on fourth down from Brown to Jernigan. Get them on the board for the first time tonight. Hope everything's all right with Ty John. Still four seconds left. Maybe we'll get out of here before midnight. Two-point conversion for a third time. Johnson to the right side. He's wrapped up by Wolski. Two-point conversion, no good. It's 26-6 in favor of Marple Newtown. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. 
Home and business public adjusters are proud sponsors of the 2023 Marple Newtown High School football team. Every team needs a great quarterback, and when your home or business is affected by water, storm, fire, or smoke damage, we offer our 27 years of experience to quarterback your team. We set protocol for restoration and replacement and rebuilding of your home. Located on Baltimore Pike in Media, we proudly serve PA, New Jersey, Maryland, and Delaware. At Home and Business Public Adjusters, we know the playbook. Text Blaine at 610-909-1112. Ready, set, on. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Jernigan gets the touchdown, puts the Royals on the board. Martinez in the kick. Walski and Box to return. Tigers hold a 26-6 lead. This will be the last play of the third quarter. Squib kick from the 26. Marple Newtown's freshman, Madej, at the 50. 45. Throws a hit with them, puts them on the floor. Aaron Madej, the freshman. What a play by him, but a flag is down. Probably sideline warning. Marple already had or, one, yeah, so it will be a, a penalty. penalty. But the f- future is bright with number 21. So it's returned to the 35 is Madej. The penalty is we wait, and that will do it for the third quarter. Unsportsmanlike conduct against Upper Darby. Unsportsmanlike conduct against Marple Newtown. We'll head to the fourth. Tigers lead 26-6 over Upper Darby. You listen to Marple Newtown Football on the Tiger Radio Network. Delco Stakes, winner of Best of Philly 2021 and most recently Best of Delco 2023, brings you the most authentic Philly cheesesteak to the Delaware Valley. Locations in Broomall, Folsom, and University City, Delco Steaks offers you 100% pure ribeye steak on a fresh seeded roll from Karanji Bakery. They also offer many other fan favorites, including their dips, loaded fries, burgers, dogs, and coming this fall for football season, Delco Wings. Don't forget to email us at info at delcosteaks.com to inquire about our food truck and catering. Delco Steaks, you can't beat our meat. Can I say that? You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Welcome back for the fourth quarter. Madej on the return. And, Steve, they're chaining. The future is bright for a freshman right there. They sure are. Madej gets an opportunity to return that one. It's a second a line deep on the return team. And that script kick went right to him. And what an electrifying return and finish there. But we enter the fourth. The Tigers with a 20-point lead. Scores from around the league. It looks like Garnet beat Pencrest 35-14. Steve, did you have an update on Springfield and Marple Newtown's going to play next week at all? I know you have Strathavens. Do not. Um, I know the Strathaven game was one-point game with the, with a lead 21-20. Strathaven was really getting the ball under two minutes. Third of the fourth, Marple Newtown takes over, 35-yard line. First and 10. Handoff goes to the tailback. 
Bouncing it to the outside. Slips one, two, three. He's inside the 15. That's Walski. Walski making up for that fumble. That led to the upper derby touchdown. 22 yards on the first carry of the first quarter. Excuse me, fourth quarter. Walski stays in at tailback. From the 13, they go right back to him. Bounces it off. He's inside the 10. Down to the 8, gain of 5. Tell your offense, take your time, Steve. Yeah, let that clock milk. No particular hurry here. Second and five for the Tigers. I could go for a real nice cold beer. Bertolini, shotgun, man goes in motion. They fake the jet. It's back to Walski. Fighting past Royal Defenders. He's in for six. Eight yards out. And the Tigers extend their lead 32 to 6 on the legs of number five sophomore Brett Walski. McMenamin in the kick, the extra point out of a Gillen hole. Clean snap, the kick is up, the kick is good. It's 33 6 in favor of Marple Newtown. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Get ready to celebrate because Maine Insurance is turning 60. That's right, six amazing decades of serving our community with top-notch insurance solutions. For 60 years, they've been your trusted partner in protecting what matters most, your family, your home, your business, and your future. Their commitment to you has never wavered. They're still here, stronger and more dedicated than ever. At Mean Insurance, they treat you like family. That's the secret to 60 years of success. Call Mean Insurance today or visit the website at meaninsurance.com to get your updated home, auto, or business quote. So join us in celebrating 60 years of trust, integrity, and exceptional service at Mean Insurance. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. 10.40 here, fourth quarter. Kicking this one away. McMenamin, it's returnable. Back from the nine-yard line. Running start, full steam ahead is Johnson. He can take this one back to the house. It's him and the kicker. To the sideline. He's got it. 91 yards to the house. And then to the snack bar. And Johnson, it was only a matter of time until he broke one. Some excellent returns tonight. And between him and Jernigan, they've been the playmakers for the Royals. They add on to this score, or try to cut the deficit here. 33-12. to 12. 
pending the two-point conversion. Johnson tries to regain his breath there. If there's an area of improvement going into the next week, Steve, certainly kickoff will be an emphasis. Springfield beat Stoga 14-7, thanks to Scott Williams. Try to even go final yet? To look that one up. So what's the discussion here, Steve? Because now the tailback has got plenty of time to breathe and now going back into the game. What's the what's the whole is there another is there a timeout? I don't understand all these delays here with no official signal. <laughs> Is going on. Unsportsmanlike conduct? Touchdown's good. They'll take it on the kickoff. I guess that I guess I guess it was on the run with him keeping going all the way down, I guess. Take this time to thank all our listeners out there. Upper Darby lines up for the two-point conversion. You got to think they go right back to Johnson. You just scored the 91-yard kickoff return. Said they go to the air, and it's knocked down. Boys got some hops. That's Moyer. Knocked no. down. Two-point conversion. That's Walski. Well, we know he's got basketball in his jeans. Two-point conversion. No good. 10-27 here in the fourth. 33-12 Tigers. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Every financial decision has an effect and ripples into your retirement. That's why it's important to choose retirement strategies that work for you. Whether you're just getting started or retiring soon, we help guide you to a secure retirement. Contact Brendan Murphy at Compass Financial Solutions at 610-449-9900 or on the web at Compass Financial Solutions, inc.com. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Johnson takes it back to the house. Martinez in the kick. Walski and Box back to return. As the unsportsmanlike conduct will be on the kickoff. So Coach Gicking wanted it on the kickoff. So the kickoff will be all the way back from their own 25-yard line. Martinez, you got to think of squibs coming. It's a high 
Returnable kick from the 41-yard line is boxed. And he'll take this one to the house. Reservation for six. And that kid is lethal. They're going to throw another flag for the sideline. And this guy is just out of control in the sideline throwing these flags. I mean, yelling at the coach. I mean, just. Throwing a sideline penalty on the tires, but don't let that affect the outstanding kick return coach. They make up for the kick return. We haven't seen that too often. Back-to-back -back kick returns from both teams. But it is back-to-back -back weeks. Brian Box has a kick return sure touchdown. Thing. This one three, from 40. Go ahead. Three last year, two already in three games this year. And I'll tell you what. Who sprung that block there was number 21, Aaron Midday. Lee blocking through that hole. Got just enough of the defender, and Box hits it. So the Tigers try to put up 40 points. Steve, I'm running out of room. McMenamin the kick, the extra point, Alva Gillen hold. At this rate, maybe the Tigers will get 50. And now they're talking to the other sideline. Come on, guys. Sideline warning against Marple Newtown being forced on the kickoff. We get it. McMenamin to kick the extra point. Alva Gillen hold. It's up. It's uh, good. 40 points for the Tigers. 40 to 12 in favor of the Tigers. Or 10-17 left in the fourth. Joseph Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. If you suffer from back or neck pain, injury or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over 15 years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current techniques to help manage your pain. To address your back and neck-related pain or injuries, call the Advanced Chiropractic Center today at 610-356-2300 or visit drtomgraziano.com and tell them the Tigers Radio Network sent you. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on marplenewtownfootball.com. Box takes it to the house. Steve, do you just kick it out of bounds at this rate? Yeah, I mean, the squibs didn't work. Maybe a, a lighter squib so it doesn't get all the way back to Jernigan or Johnson. Or you just got to cover better. That's fair, too. Squib kick. Kicks it right at him from the 42-yard line. He's met at midfield, and that's where Upper Darby will take over on offense with 10-08 here on the fourth as every other Central League game is already finished. And a Tigers helmet was ripped off, so a flag is down on the field far side near the Upper Darby bench. Unsportsmanlike conduct against the Tigers. So 
His helmet was ripped off, and I think he was chirping at the sideline afterwards. So his helmet gets ripped off, and he gets the penalty? You're the tight. You got to get out of this game. No penalties, no ejections, and no more injuries. And get ready for next week against Springfield. Two and one on the season after beating Conestoga. 14 to 7. Tigers with at least 40 points in their first three games. We're going to double check the record book, but that's got to be a 10 08 here in the fourth. Please run the ball. Nope. This is grateful wishing is Brown airs it out deep down the field. And now another penalty. As you said, Dave, game is getting chippy. And this is the first Marvel team ever to score back-to-back -back 50 points. Look that up over the week. At what point do you just say JV go in? Now he's pointing the wrong way. My goodness, guys, it's time to go home. Past these guys' bedtime. An eligible man downfield as there's been a penalty, feels like, in the last six plays. Shout out to Williamson Trade School opening up tomorrow against the New Jersey Warriors. Penalties decline, second down. Mike Willer, Dan Drake, Danny LaPella. Chris McGiver, all that staff there doing a great job, so good luck to them tomorrow. Brown drops back the pass, looks to his right. Reeled in, guess who? Jernigan. Nope, number 15 on the reception. That's Selby. Injured player down on the field with 949 left in the fourth. To listen to Marple Newtown Football on the Tiger Radio Network. Hey, Tiger fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? That's because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly Soft Pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or just for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. DMK Appliances, a family-owned and operated business, has been serving the greater Philadelphia area since 1960. That's 50-plus years of experience selling products by leading manufacturers while offering competitive prices and excellent customer service. DNK is committed to being the dependable difference 
From our knowledgeable sales associates to our professionally trained in-house delivery and service technicians, DNK will get the job done right. We hope you stop by DNK today. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Unsportsmanlike conduct now on Upper Darby. Pushes the ball all the way back to the 46. And so much for a clean game as there's been a flag on almost every play here in the fourth. Yeah, this game is carrying on a little too long here. We have a final at Ridley with Haven 21, Ridley 20. So Ridley drops a 1-2 and two on the year. Haven 3-0. and oh. Wow. Garner Valley wins 35-14 to 14 over Pencrest. Brown. Quick pass. Incomplete. Walski in on the coverage. Excuse me. That was Martinez. Tigers huddle up on defense. Just telling their guys to keep their cool. So fourth down and 20 here for the Royals. Down 28 points. You know, the refs have to have another conversation. As they got the chains wrong. It's Marple Newtown ball. He's pointing first down Marple. So that was fourth down. This these guys, these guys need to go home. Thank you. This was not fourth down. This is fourth down. Wow. This is bad. Anyway. All right. So the Tigers take over, I guess, with 929 here in the fourth. My wife's listening. Tell the boys I love them. Not going to get home to see them before bed. <laughs> I mean, we still have nine minutes to go in this game. Every other game listen, in the Central League listen, is over. I love you guys. I love being up here. I love being on air. But my stomach's starting to rumble a little bit. And I'm, I'm a little hungry. I could use a Delco steak about right now, Eric. Oh, man. I'll be honest. We're shameless plugs for Delco steak. <laughs> I consider a horse's ass. <laughs> oh, man. So the Tigers' offense. And we have some. Uh, we'll come out. Go ahead. Some people cross country listening. Matt Barr. It's not as late out there as it is over here for us. About dinner time out there for him. So they completely botched that call. <laughs> Take a knee like the water boy. 9.29. Here in the fourth. Tigers take her at the 46. Walski gets the carry. He slides past midfield to the 49. Keep that clock running, baby. He just trips up there. You said slides forward, though. Got a five-yard gain on first down. Nine. 12 and counting here in the ball game. Tigers will play at Drexel Hill Middle School tomorrow versus the Upper Derby JV team. Walski once again, all out blitz by the Royals. He's hit in the backfield. 
The high school field is not quite ready for Upper Darby yet. Great crowd tonight for the home opener, Dave. As you mentioned, Absolutely. beginning of the broadcast. People excited for the soon-to-be 3-0 Tigers, and this place will be packed next week as the 2-1 Springfield Cougars come into town. The Fruscio in motion to the far side. Drops back the pass. All-out blitz. It's a screen. Walski has a convoy in front of him. He's going to take this one to the house. Brunelini. Touchdown pass. And coach kicking calls for one for an extra point. And they come all-out blitz once again. So four for four on the... Screen plays. Now we're going to have to wait for the next few days for our statistician, Jim Allsman, uh, Steve, but I'm pretty sure that Bertolini might be approaching 300 yards tonight after that. And a lot of that was yards after the catch. But nonetheless, it counts as passing yards. That's a pair of 52-yard touchdown passes. One the Savior. And then the screen, the wall ski right there, which feels like hours ago because it probably was. Extra point is up. It is good. McMenamin makes it 47 points for the Tigers with eight minutes to go. They approach that 50 mark possibly for the third time in three straight weeks. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. If you're having plumbing problems, heating problems, cooling problems, don't have an attack, call Bobby Mack. Bob McNamara Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling is located right here in Marple Township for 29 years. You can call Bobby Mack, 610-496-6260, or visit their website for all your heating, cooling, and plumbing needs at bobmcnamaraplumbing.com. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Screen pass, Bertolini, Walski, who finds the end zone, Steve. Great execution and play call by the Tigers there as they extended 47 to 12, and the mercy rule is in full effect, 35 points. Squib kick from the 25 is Jernigan. He's wrapped up by Marple Newtown's Moyer. Good job by Joe Ukenovich. I must getting, say, there's some chirping going on. Getting Aiden Karen, the sophomore. So the senior getting the sophomore out of harm's way there. No need for a penalty. This drive will begin with 8.02 at their own 29. And uh, the mercy rule is in effect. Thank God. Shotgun, four wide receivers. And then one runs off into the sideline. That's definitely illegal. Number 28. Flag is thrown. The clock will continue to run due to the mercy rule.
Did he pick up the flag, Steve? Oh, my goodness. My God. <laughs> okay. Sure. Seven minutes and counting. This is turning into an NFL game with the uh, length. Marble Pub's kitchen closes at 10. <laughs> Handoff goes to the tailback. Bobbled it. Abdur Rashid gets the carry. I'd like to thank Greg Pecco doing social media tonight for us, Steve, all the way down from Myrtle Beach. Probably fell asleep by this point. <laughs> I missed it. There's been so many flags, I lost count. What happened here, Steve? Uh, holding. Holding call. Middle of the field there. Back to the 24-yard line. 6.20 and counting. And you have to think, this has been impressive. This is a good upper derby defense, and Marple Newtown hung 47 on them. They shredded them, yes. Um, I mean, one was on special teams, but... For the most part, they had their way. It was tough at first. That first half, I mean, it was, a, it was a battle. There's three touchdowns, but definitely broke open the second half. Brought back the pass. Going deep down the field. Incomplete intended for Jernigan. Fans head for the exit. You can't do that yet, Steve. <laughs> Approaching five minutes left in this ball game. Third down and long. Shotgun formation. Draws back to pass. Looks to his left. Going deep down the field. Intercepted by Marple Newtown. And here we go. Here comes the return. Looking to bring it back. I believe that was Savior on the pick. Trey Savior. And that... Excellent play by him there as he hobbles off the field. Hopefully he's okay. Another flag on the field on the return. 438 here. Left in this one. I appreciate the discussions by the officials, but at some point, got to make these calls. I believe he picked up the flag. No. No, there you go. Block in the back. These guys don't know. After the 
So it's going to put it back in the Tiger territory. It's so bad, Tigers didn't even know. They're lined up 15 yards in front of the ball. I thought the first half was well officiated. Not so much in the second. On the run back, there was a block, an illegal block on the back. No one knows where to spot the ball. This is lovely. If you're still listening, thank you for tuning in still. Well, step aside while these guys figure it out. With 4.38 left, you're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. If you suffer from back or neck pain, injury or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over 15 years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current techniques to help manage your pain. To address your back and neck related pain or injuries, call the Advanced Chiropractic Center today at 610-356-2300 or visit drtomgraziano.com and tell them the Tigers Radio Network sent you. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on marplenewtownfootball.com. Welcome back. 438 left in this one. 47 to 12 Tigers. Bertolini, three, Jellison, handoff goes to the tailback around the far side, I believe that was Avaccio on the carry. I believe that's him. Checking out right now. Yeah. Looks like JV's now in. Being in the booth is a lot different look for Jim and Eric as it is back opposed to the studio. Under four minutes to go. <laughs> Three wide outs to the near side. It's a delay game. They yep. weren't set. Back judge is responsible for the clock, the play clock, and the delay game. Even the parents are getting restless, Steve. <laughs> Not sure why the clock it stopped here, but referees. <clears throat> now, there you go. Now they get it started. Jealous. Man in motion. Handoff goes to Madej on the near side, trying to get the edge. He's got past the 30. He's wrapped up at the 34. Nice run there on the jet sweep to Aaron Madej, the freshman. The sole freshman playing varsity, JV varsity for the Tigers. The freshman gets the 34. Third down and six, under three minutes left. 
Thank our sponsors for this season, week three. Tiger's going to go three and oh. Back to back years, starting the season off three and oh. Last year they start off four and oh. Shotgun, four wide receivers. Man goes in motion to the far side to figure to him. Nothing doing as number 25, Favaccia, gets past the 35, making the 36. Fourth down with two minutes left. We approach two minutes. She's more of a power football team next week in Springfield. They are big up front. They like to pound the rock. A big test for the Tigers. Try and keep the ball away. Ball is loose on the ground. It's still on the ground. Upper Darby recovers at the 35. A minute 29 left. Next week, Tigers will play Springfield at home, Steve. Yeah. Filled again with a 14-7 win over Conestoga. Heartbreaking loss from the last week, last minutes of the game, losing to Strathaven, who pulled off another close victory tonight. So they start 3-0 with Garner Valley at 3-0. Marple Newtown will be 3-0 as well. Three undefeated teams in the Central League. Trips to the near side. Man goes in motion. The jet sweep the 15. He's got the edge. Pass midfield. He's wrapped up at the 45. So number 15 and Selby got the edge on the JV squad as the clock continues to run. Most likely be the last play of the ball game. I never thought I'd see the day, but <laughs> we are here, Dave. And it was another stellar performance by the Tigers. Obviously, things here and there that you want to clean up, but that's what great teams do. Always looking for something they can do better. Never satisfied. And they know the thick of their schedule is coming up with back-to-back -back weeks. Springfield next week, Ridley the following week. Last play of the game, the ball is on the ground but picked up. He takes this inside the 35, and that will do it. Marple Newtown wins this one by a final score of 47 to 12. Steve, final thoughts? Again, as I was saying, a great performance. Three straight weeks with at least 47 points. When you look at it, you're 3-0, and and you say, well, this is the least points we've scored. It's, you're doing something pretty well. Can't say enough about this defense as well. Uh, but, again, the thick of their schedule is coming up. 
Springfield next week. Preparation starts tomorrow morning for these guys, but uh, great game, Dave. Next week, the Marple Newtown Tigers will play Springfield at home, 7 p.m. start. You can read more about this game, get covered for the entire 2023 season, and listen or watch an archive of this or any of our broadcasts at MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Follow us on Twitter and on Instagram using at MNTigers. Color comments tonight, Steve Reynolds, engineer and director, Eric Kelling, co-executive producer and social media tonight was courtesy of Greg Pecco. Statistician was Jim Alsman, camera operator, active image media, Marple Newtown Boosters Club, Mary Allen Box, athletic director of Marple Newtown is Chris Gicking, and of course, our executive producer is Jim Alsman. I'm Dave DePasco for the entire broadcast crew. Thank you for watching and listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Tiger. Heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Be sure to follow us online at MarpleNewtownFootball.com and on Twitter and Instagram at MNTigers. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. The Marble Newtown Football Boosters Club and the Tigers Radio Network appreciate your listenership. Go Tigers!